Welcome to Real Talk with the Queen's Home Team, where we talk about life, business, and everything related to the New York City real estate market. Here is this week's episode. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Talk with QHT. I'm your host, Daniel Ackerman, here with my co-host, George Herrera. <laughs> I love the I love the <laughs> pregnant pause there. So welcome to uh, the podcast, everybody. What we are uh, doing today is um, this is a quarter one 2021 wrap up. Yes. So we're just going to go over uh, some key uh, figures, some key figures, yeah. some data points for the market, just so you understand where we are at the end of the first quarter of 2021. Yeah. So where do you want to start, George? Uh, so why don't we start with the... We'll go with the home sales, then we'll cover the pending sales, then we'll cover the home prices, uh, interest rates, month supply, and then maybe throughout there we can talk about what we're seeing in real time okay. right, in the market. Sounds good. All right. And for all of you guys who uh, listen to us regularly, you can reference back to our 2021 forecast Oh yeah, and see how accurate we actually were. How are we? Trending, how are we? Actually? Well, I think what we talked about is that we felt like things weren't going to, in some areas, things were going to do well, and in other areas, things weren't going to turn around right away. Oh, yeah. That's so right. I don't know. We're, we're, we're kind of mm, right it's, in it's, some ways. It's the market right now is hotter than I would have anticipated. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, it he, it's heating up. For sure. Like I told Abby the other day, uh, if the market was being cooked... Where would it be? And she said, it's probably medium high heat. Yeah. It's medium high right now. Yeah. You know, this is uh, like all of a sudden the phones the pan, have been ringing. The pan is sizzling, but you don't have a kitchen fire yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's jump in. So let's talk about, so the first thing we're going to talk about is sold property counts. Yeah, so, so we are talking about, this so, is Queens wide, is that right? Yeah, this is Queens County closed sales. So these are properties that already closed from January to March, right? Okay. And we're comparing January to March of this year to January and through March of last year. So quarter one versus quarter one of 2020. Which is the way you want to do it. You don't compare quarter one to quarter four. Yes. You yeah. compare quarter one to quarter one. So you That's go year right. on year. That's right. So home sales for all of Queens, Q1 2021 versus Q1 2020 are up 22.2%. Woo! That's actually a lot. Yeah. Sales are up. I mean, last year we had... January and February were regular, but mm -hmm. then March was a pandemic month. Right. So that was a huge drop off in yeah. sales. So, and not even really because those properties were in contract before. Yeah. So actually, I mean, the sales are up. Yeah. Quarter, quarter two is the one that was like a pandemic. Right. You're going to see the sales are going to be up like 9,000% probably. <laughs> yeah. But so um, quarter one sales, and that's, is that just for, um, Single and multifamily, or is that for everything? That's uh, single, multi, condo, and co-op. So, so all on on the whole, up twenty two percent year on year. Yeah. So closed sales are up, and this makes sense because towards the end of the year, and even to start the year, remember the demand was already we were getting some momentum. Yeah. Like uh, properties were selling again, so home sales are up. As for quarter over quarter. So from quarter four of 2020 to quarter one of 2021, sales are down 1.5%. So okay. not too big of a drop. They're, they're holding pretty steady there. 
Um, and then uh, for, let's see, so that's for closed sales. So sales are up overall. Um, and over the last year, sales are still down. But again, that's because you have that second quarter where we had like a freeze and like sales really plummeted then. Yeah. Um, then for pending sales, so pending sales are under contract. So properties when they haven't closed yet, but they have a buyer and they're just waiting to close. Yeah. So pending sales um, for this quarter, for the first quarter of 2021, are up 69.7% compared to Q1 of 2020. Well, and that's that March month that you're talking about, probably. Oh yeah, right. Because yeah. in March, March is quarter one. It's the last, the last month in quarter one. And you know that month was last month, last year, March was crickets. Yeah, was like everything like, just shut down. I think I was one of like maybe the ten realtors in all yeah. of Queens that had something go under contract in that month. That's true, man. I, I got really lucky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was nothing going on in March or April of last year, so. This year, we're seeing what almost seventy percent increase, increase in contract activity. Yes, which means that quarter two we'll probably see that same kind of increase in closings. Yes, right, that's right. That's some right. Pri- some yeah. pri- somewhere in that you'll see that, in that neighborhood. And then for in terms of pending sales over the last three quarters, mm-hmm. we're up for three quarters in a row. Okay, so three quarters in a row, we've been uh, you know trending upward on pending sales. So quarter three, quarter four of twenty twenty, yes. and now quarter and now one, quarter one of twenty twenty one. And and we talked about that at the beginning of the year that yep. quarter four and quarter three were both pretty strong in terms of activity and pendings. It's like when you started to see it. Okay, we're coming. It's coming back. Yeah, it was at a sluggish pace, so right. it didn't like full rebound, but. This quarter is when we feel it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no. There's now we have properties with multiple offers. Now our phones are ringing a mm-hmm. lot. That's when you know when your phone's yeah. blowing up. Yeah. A lot of people, agents, buyers calling to see our properties. That's when we know that the market's pretty yeah. active. So pending sales are up also, and then uh, the other thing we look at is the median price okay. for Queens, New York, for all residential properties. Uh, we didn't actually cover the property types on the other ones. Uh, well, okay, let's so we go. Can, let's go back. Let's, you know, so let's go back to the closed sales, right? Yeah. So specifically, right, residential, single, and multifamily home sales are up eighteen point three percent. Okay. Q Q one twenty twenty one versus Q one twenty twenty. This is the sold count. How many properties? Yeah. How many sold? properties sold? So residential, multifamily up. 18.3%. Condo sales are up 15.1%. And co-op sales are up 33.2%. Okay. Okay. Now for pending sales, uh, residential, multifamily pending sales are up big time. Uh, condo sales are up a lot also. And co-op. So the pending sales, I think you mentioned it, is that that March number is throwing these numbers off. Yeah. Because you so. got like, you know, however many hundreds this month in March and then versus seven yeah. from March of 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, now we have the median price, right? Okay. We're looking at the median price for all of Queens County. Um, it's actually uh, 640000 at the end of uh, Q1 2021. Mm-hmm. And that's up 6.7% from Q1 2020 when the median price in Queens was 600000 Okay. So we're up about 7%, which is, uh, it's. I mean, that's pretty good, that all things considered. Yeah. That, that means, uh, you know, you can see right there that prices are, they're not down. 
And no. if people are telling you that, you know, the market's crashing over here and people are fleeing, uh, you know, it's not necessarily the not truth. Not necessarily. It ain't necessarily so. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you got, George's always asking me to sing. So that that's a good a, one that's right a, there. That's Porgy and Bess right there. Nice. Um, but um, let's, I want to qualify that one a little bit. Okay. Because it is dependent on your neighborhood and yes. your property type. Totally. Okay, so while we're talking about the Queen's average, and Queen's average is up almost 7%, yes, that doesn't necessarily mean that every property everywhere in Queen's no. is up 7%. That's correct, yeah. So, yeah, no, then, and I think if you qualified it based on what we're seeing, mm -hmm. if you own a single-family house or a multi-family house, chances are your price is still up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... There's some neighborhoods that maybe it's down, but yeah. for the most part, yeah. single family, multifamily, your price is probably still appreciating your property. If you own a condo or a co-op, then that's a different story. You yeah. know, we are definitely running comps on apartments where the value is either less than what it was a year ago or the price we're suggesting is, is lower. lower because... Like we're we're listing a condo in Woodside right now, um, fully renovated, and um, if it were if the market conditions were better in favor of the seller, so this is like a lot of month supply, yeah. So it's favoring buyers, a lot more supply than demand, and there's like uh, seven apartments all renovated, listed at four ninety nine. And if the market conditions were better, we would suggest four ninety nine because the comps justify it. But because there's so much competition, we're suggesting 475. Smart. Because the owner needs to sell it. He wants to sell it. And ultimately it's a competition. So if we want to sell, we have to be more attractive than the other ones. Yep. So that's what it's doing there. You have co-ops and condos that in some neighborhoods the prices are downtrending because of all the competition. Right. Right. But in general, up 7% across uh, Queens. Let's break that down um, into, the, I mean, we talked about it a little bit just now, but let's yeah. let's break that down into the specific numbers for residential condos and co-ops. So residential single multifamily is up 7%, about 7%. Okay. Um, condo prices are down 1.9%. Okay. And co-op prices are up 2.2%. That one surprised me, I have to be honest. I yeah. didn't expect co-op prices to be up. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, the ones that I've been dealing with, I know, definitely are having a difficult time yeah. moving. So I think this is probably certain neighborhoods are accounting for that um, for that uptick, yeah. right? Whereas other neighborhoods, that doesn't really apply. Like if you're looking, let's take um, let's take like Jackson Heights, East Elmhurst co-ops, Woodside, Woodside, yeah. There's a lot of those on the market, yeah. right? We're not seeing those prices increase too much. No, I think where you're seeing them increase is probably. Eastern, Northeast Queens, yeah, you know maybe South Queens areas with more more space, maybe. Okay, you know, yeah. I mean it's, it's surprising to us too, but yeah, we do a lot of business Western Central Queens, and that's where we're not necessarily seeing the big co-op appreciation, but um, it's in general for Queens two point two percent. That's amazing. You know, no, so, that's 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 really interesting. Yeah. Um, is this is this anything? I'm looking at the backside of the same sheet. Is this so anything? The backside is actually uh, for the last year. Oh, okay. So in the last year, home price, median price in Queens is up six point seven percent, and you can just see like 
you know, the different changes. Got it. So I uh, gotcha. Okay. Now I'm, now I'm understanding why I was, I was like looking at these pages. Yeah. You're so, not, you're not seeing this here, but I'm looking at these yeah. pages. And I'm going, what am I looking at here? I don't understand. So <laughs> I do. I do Q the quarter and, and then, then the, year. the last 12 months. So I want to yeah. go back really quick because I did see this graph and I was surprised uh, or I was confused by it. We're looking, I'm looking now at the solds for the year. Yes. Right. So I'm looking at the the backside oh, of this. Yes. Let me hand that to you so you can see exactly what I'm yeah, looking right at. Here. Talk a little bit about the solds for the year. Yeah. So you can see. I mean, okay, we were steady. We we had steady sales. We had steady closed sales. Obviously, always right. We were having steady closed sales. Yeah, all through 2020. All see between eighty three hundred and eighty five hundred or so. Yep. And then in March 2020, you just see big time it starts to go yeah, down. Yeah, that's amazing. You, you see know, it right you saw there. A big dip and then uh January, so you can see the bottom was November. Yep. of 2020. Then it started trending upward. We're still not back where we were. Right. But, but we are on the upward slope. We're all we're back on the way up. Yeah, know? that's amazing. That's really cool so, to see it on a graph. And that's then interesting, right? for pending sales, uh we don't have that one yearly, I don't no. think. Uh, but the price trend line is interesting for the, year. for the year because it doesn't really have any big dips in no. it. It's just it's kind of it's kind of mellow, uh, yeah. like rising slowly all the way through May of 2020. There's a slight little dip in July, and then it just keeps going up. Yeah, all this the way like to a, now. This is like a good stock right here. Yeah, it's a good stock. It's a nice steady climber. Yeah, no, you know? it's, uh, and I mean. In my opinion, and after I did the Q1 report and I realized like, wow, month supply is back to pre-pandemic levels and yeah. inventory is low again. It just, to me, it just speaks to the resiliency of the Queens real estate market. Yeah. You know, you would know better for Manhattan and Brooklyn, but uh, for me, it just speaks to the strength of the Queens market. And sure. I think that's because... Even though people were saying they're flee people are fleeing the cities, going to the suburbs, but Queens has suburbs. Yeah. You know, we have houses with big lots with space. So I mean, if people were leaving Manhattan or Brooklyn or apartment buildings, they can still find a house in Queens. So maybe that's what we saw that kept our market uh float, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. well let's talk about Manhattan a little bit since we mentioned it and mm -hmm. since I, I worked that market, you know, what we're seeing there again. Is resiliency is a good word. Okay. Now, Manhattan got clobbered yes. in COVID. Um, so many people left the city. There was so mm -hmm. much inventory available. Yeah. But let's not forget, man. You know, Manhattan um, has suffered other similar um, yeah. upheavals, right? 9-11. Mm -hmm. uh, 9-11, yeah. Uh, you had the upheaval during the, the housing crisis of 2009-2010, oh. right? Property prices took a, a big tumble. Mm-hmm. But what happens is everybody knows that Manhattan is an island. Yeah. You cannot grow out anywhere in Manhattan. It's a nat it's a built-in pressure cooker for prices. Yeah, that's true. That's so It's a built-in pressure cooker. So the only way you can build more in Manhattan is to build up. Uh -huh. And if you're building up, the only thing you're building is luxury because it's the only way that anybody can can that's can make so a profit true. in Manhattan. And what we're seeing right now after after things got so like so much inventory was available in Manhattan and prices did go down significantly uh -huh. 15 20% in some yeah. cases from from the highs of just a year or two before but what happens 
everybody sees, oh man, now is the time. Now at a certain point, people will jump in. Now is the time to buy in Manhattan because mm-hmm. I, I'm never going to get this price again. Yeah, yeah. Because it is a built-in pressure cooker, and those prices will go up. And we're not in a we're not in a doomsday scenario here where no. everything is falling apart in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. This is a temporary, a significant but temporary situation. Yeah. Right with with COVID and the pandemic. Where now we're starting to turn the corner. I mean, you know what? Maybe if if the pandemic continued to be really bad, and if the vaccination effort wasn't all that great, that would be a different if, story. If yeah. breakouts were continue, you know, if the pandemic, if we weren't around the corner, then maybe we would see this thing get worse. Yeah, but, but what we're seeing now is a huge jolt in contract activity. Yes, record numbers of contract activity nice. um, in in Manhattan. Uh, and prices starting to rebound as a result. Yeah. Because obviously, if you have a lot of buyers coming into the market fighting for for the properties that are there, yeah, they're gonna bid against each other and drive the prices up. Totally. So, so things. I mean, they haven't fully recovered yet. They're nowhere near. They're where probably they were. like that graph that we saw where it just bounced up. Yeah. Just on the. They're just way back on the upswing. The but this is the perfect time if you are somebody out there who's interested in in purchasing a property in Manhattan. This is a great time because you've got low interest. Yeah. You've got um, you know, low prices and they're moving up. So you're yeah. gonna you're gonna that's, get all that equity. That's true. That's you true. Know? So that's the that's a little summary of the Manhattan market. Just nice. off the top of my head, I, I didn't bring any any material with me today to talk about. No fancy charts. No for fancy us charts today. today, you know. And for those of you listening about our Queen stats, you know, we're not you're just hearing about our fancy charts. You're yes. not seeing them, uh-huh, uh-huh. but uh, but we do have charts here. Uh-huh. Um, so the other the other thing, the last thing to cover really is the month supply, which is the yeah. how we measure um, what's the going market. on right now, right? Yeah, supply and demand, and to see if the market is favoring buyers or sellers. So right now, there's fifty seven hundred sixty one properties for sale in Queens. That's up from at the end of Q one in twenty twenty. We had like uh, fifty five hundred. So okay, so it's not, not that, that much. different. We're right around there. And uh, the actually, no, I think Q1 2020, we had about 4,400. I think I think that, that rings a bell. Yeah, that, It was that. like 4,400 homes. So we are higher in terms of inventory, but more properties are selling each month right now. Than last year. Than last year. So month supply right now is 7.3 months. Okay. And uh, if you remember... I think two quarters ago, month supply was like 14 months. Yes. Then it went down to like nine yep. last quarter. Yep. Now we're at 7.3. We're in a balanced market right now. Yes. And uh, we'll see this next quarter is going to tell us whether inventory is going to grow. Are a lot of people going to uh, put their properties on the market and and grow the month supply? Or is demand going to outweigh the supply Mm -hmm. and is this month's supply number going to go down even more? Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And once again, digging into the the data behind these general numbers, because this is an average for all of Queens, all property types. But once again, you have to be hyper-local and you have to be specific to the property type. So if you are a homeowner out there that owns a a single family, a multifamily, a co-op or a condo, Mm -hmm. make sure to talk to us to understand whether these numbers apply to your property, because yeah. again, like if you're in a co-op in Jackson Heights or yeah. Rigo Park, there's still a lot of supply for those. Yeah. And if you're in a single family home in Jamaica or yeah. some other parts of the of, of Queens, there's very little supply. Yeah. And so those things average average out. So yeah. it, it's, it's you got to compare apples to and apples. And if you're if you're thinking of selling, then you do ask your agent, or if you talk to us, we can calculate it for you. But you want to know what the month supply is 
for your neighborhood and your property type. Yep. Because that will tell you if your local market is favoring buyers, sellers, or if it's a balanced, a balanced market. market. Yeah. Yep. It's it's interesting because I just did two valuations for, uh-huh. for two different people. And it, it's just always, it always still surprises me uh-huh. when you do the you do the research and you dig into the data, and you find these things that are just totally surprising. Yeah. So, you know, I did a one bedroom. Uh, I did a valuation for a lady in Rigo Park. Okay. Who had a one bedroom co op on the third or fourth floor. Uh huh. And I looked up the month supply for one bedroom co ops in Rigo Park, and there was like. 14, 15, 16 months of inventory. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. For those of you who don't know, six months is a balanced market. You know, four months or less is a seller's market. Seven months or more is a is a mm-hmm. buyer's market. So this was like three times, well, yeah. at least double that, right? Yeah. So this is like a lot of That's inventory. That's a buyer's market. That's a sure. heavy buyer's market. Yes. But then yesterday, I did a valuation for another one-bedroom co-op uh-huh. in um, Kew Gardens Hills. Yeah. Looked at inventory there, month supply six. Wow, balanced market. See, and it's so it's really hyper local people. It is. It, it, really, it really depends is. where you are and what you have. You got to talk to the experts to make sure that you're getting the right information. Totally. But this is a good indicator for what the real estate market in general is doing mm-hmm. in uh, in Queens. We're gonna wrap it up here. You got anything yeah. else to add, George? Um, I would say let's when we do our our quarter wrap up shows, we should give it like a uh, a little jingle or something. No, um, <laughs> let's let's continue on with the cooking theme. So if it's in a pan, if if the Queens real estate market is in a pan right now, it's on medium high heat. You think it's medium high or medium? I was gonna say medium. Medium? Yeah. I mean, we have multiple offers right now. Well, let's say medium. Medium, yeah, medium, yeah. medium high. I, I mean, it's good. It's getting there. Not medium high yet. Somebody's turning the heat up. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Some it, areas are on. If medium it keeps high. going, it'll be sizzling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're at right now. That's quarter where we're at. one, twenty twenty one, and in uh, July we'll do our Q two yeah. wrap up show. And it is looking to be a hot quarter. I know. For the for the full report, you can visit our website, queenshometeam.com. It's right on the homepage. Okay. If you want to see and read the whole entire report that we wrote up, uh, yeah, check it out on our website. Or get in touch with us at info at queenshometeam.com and tell us that you want to be added to our mailing list. Yes. And we do send out a uh, quarterly market report to everybody in our in our mailing list, yep. um, as well as market updates on a regular basis for uh, for homeowners in different areas. Yep, yep. So if you want that information, you can always um, write to us at info at queenshometeam.com. Don't forget to call our our new feature, our hotline. Uh, I'm going to read the number to you. That number is 347 And uh, pose your questions there. We're going to read out these questions or play them out on our podcast and then answer those questions. Yes. We would love to have the interaction from the audience. So if you have any question, if you're hearing noise in the background, that is the lovely Abigail Herrera just banging around in the background here. We're at at Casa Herrera here Mm -hmm. doing the podcast. So... 
but thank you very much, Abigail, for that. <laughs> so what do we call it? QHD Voice Bank, maybe? I don't know. We have mm, to come up with a name. Actually, why don't we do this? We'll call open in. A, call in to the number and give us your ideas for the name of the of the new hotline. Yes. That number again is 347-841-6181. Yes. 347-841-6181. Call in. Give us your ideas for the hotline. And then we're going to use this hotline um, in future podcasts to answer questions directly from you. So, on the air. On the air. Awesome. And of course, we have Love YouTube, it. Facebook, Instagram. Follow us on all the channels. Yes. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to us. And we will catch you again on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye.